Goodnight Youngblood, a podcast to help you sleep. Welcome back to the show, y'all. It's me, Cyrus. Today, I was thinking about a lot of different things. So I'm just gonna, gonna talk, talk to y'all. First off, let me just say, it is winter, and my dog, little Bert Jenkins, he doing good, but man, man, this dog, he can't take a step without taking big old chomp out of the snow. Take a little tip-tap, tip-tap, chomp, chomp, eating, eating the snow. I'm like, come on, man, you ain't even focused being outside. He's just eating snow. So all along the little shovel way up to my apartment, you just see bites taken out of the snow. And I'm like, come on. It's like I got, uh, like I live in the Flintstones. They have, instead of like a regular little uh, snow blower, they got like some little animal attached to some wheels and it just eats, eats snow. That's what little bird is. So that's, that's my winner, basically. It's just ridiculous. Y'all excited now. Every time I get back home, I see him uh, pop his head up in the window in the upstairs, and he start barking. I'm like, you need to calm down. You know I'm coming inside. You need to settle down, little man. It's just crazy. I can't wait until this uh, this snow melt. It's, oof, man. Him just going outside just to, just to eat snow? Man, you drive me crazy. He just staying outside. I'm recording right now. He just standing outside the door, just tip tap, like he like, wait, you talking about me? You better not be talking about me. Come on, come in here and bite you. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, that's a little update on little little bird. He doing good. And uh, man, I was thinking the other day, I was talking to uh, talking my little grandbaby, and uh, she was talking about how people be having uh, these earrings made out of anything and that got me thinking about this uh, neighbor lady I grew up with she was a nice lady she older lady she always had no matter what holiday or season or what what have you she had an outfit whole outfit to match now she'd have uh, she have herself like little shirts that match the holiday and pants and shoes and socks, and then she would have watches that matched them, and then she also had earrings. Now, like, so, like, it was 4th of July, she have, uh, like, little blue pants that have, uh, little white stars on them, and then maybe a white shirt that have either the flag on it or, like, red and white stripe or something like that, and then she had matching shoes and socks and whatnot. Even a watch have a little flag on it. So... I always thought that was neat. The funny thing I always remember about that is uh, she had one of them little ceramic goose in the front yard. And uh, she used to have little outfits for it. And she changed them outfits all the time. It got me thinking about them ceramic geese. I was like, you know what? You know what the problem is nowadays? Everybody all angry, whatnot. I think the biggest thing, the biggest problem is, is, uh, Y'all ain't growing up with a neighbor 
that have these uh, ceramic goose, have a ceramic goose with little outfits. That's what y'all problem is. Y'all get too serious too quick. You don't take time to stop and uh, smell the roses and uh, pet the little ceramic goose. It's my goal to try to find uh, find more people that have ceramic goose, have them start like a movement, a ceramic goose movement, uh, 2021, where everybody start getting these uh, ceramic uh, ceramic geese and then getting little outfits for them. Like I seen one once, they had a little yellow uh, rain raincoat on with a little yellow uh, yellow hat. Looked like a little Georgie from uh, from that Stephen King's It. I hope he fared better than Georgie. Mm, that'd be a shame. Although, might be a lot less horrifying if uh, if old uh, Pennywise was only eating geese. But I was thinking about that the other day. Another thing I was thinking about was the fact, I want y'all to think about this serious. Okay, so you have all these pets at home. You have cats. Now you're looking you're like, where are these cats coming from? And you can look on these nature shows or in the zoos and whatnot, and you see all these different animals. And uh, they're cat, they're like cat-like. Like you got lions and tigers and panthers and like leopards and cheetahs, all these different things, bobcats. So they they in the cat family, okay. Like I can see, you know, you have your domesticated house cats of all different varieties. And then you have these big wild cats. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then with, with dogs, you have your little domestic dogs, all the varieties of them. But then you also start seeing like wolves and coyotes, you know, even to a lesser extent, like, I mean, you have other things that are similar to both cats and dogs, like you're like foxes and whatnot. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. And even like simple, like farm animals, you see different like little pigs, but then now you see people have these little domesticated little, uh, little uh, potbelly pigs. I know a couple people have those. And uh, you have, they have the pigs, but then you also see in nature, they had like them wild boars, like them boys done had to fight in, uh, what was that? Lord of the Flies. They had that big old uh, boar that they chased around the island with them, with them sticks and rocks and whatnot. I got to thinking, I'm like, almost every animal you see in nature, like even like little ones. So like, you have, uh, you have mice. I mean, you can get them as pets, but you also see them in your house. You see them out for like, food, like in the field, field mice. You see them all over the place. You got me thinking, I was like, even like hamsters and stuff, you see, kind of see them, you know, roams around different forest areas. But I was like, the one thing you never see is a guinea pig. I'm like, what? Where did a guinea pig come from? Like, what wild version of a guinea pig? What would that be like? You know, would it be like, would it be like this big, what was that one they called it, Kubayere or whatever? I thought about that, but then I looked it up and I was like, no, no, that ain't no guinea pig. So I had to look up guinea pigs. You know what I found out? That there's only a few places in like, uh, I think it's South America where they're wild naturally 
but almost all the other uh, guinea pigs, pretty much any, any guinea pig you ever met or known about or heard about was uh, sp- like specifically bred to be a pet or to be food. Ooh, that just creeped me out. It's like you just, this whole, all this whole group of creatures just made just to be a pet. I'm like, man. I'm like, no wonder they be uh, so uh, nervous. Find out all your people's just made to be uh, be entertainment and a little companions for people going about their day-to-day business. I'm like, man. So I was thinking about that, and I was like, I was like, that's what I want to start seeing in movies. I want to see uh, fantasy versions of guinea pigs. It's all big and have horns and whatnot. Like a like a dire a dire guinea pig, that's like a thing in uh, fantasy books and stuff. They have dire wolves and they have like horns and whatnot, and they're really big. They need to get them uh, dire guinea pigs. Throw a saddle up on that boy, and then uh, maybe some of them halfling fellas can ride one. It'd be like the little uh, little beast of burden and whatnot. Uh, that that'd be kind of fun. But yeah, it's just. It just seemed, it struck me as odd. I was just, one day I was just like, I was like, what about guinea pigs, y'all? And everybody was like, what are you talking about? I was like, guinea pigs, there's no reason for it. I'm like, when's the last time you saw a guinea pig just when you walking around outside? One time, it reminds me, one time I was walking, this was during my period, I had to walk everywhere. It was late at night and I'm walking and I turn, I look at the side of this tree, just for no reason. I was just, you know, walking, I was bored. So I just look, look to the side. And I tell you what, I've always seen uh, pet rabbits. Always seen pet rabbits. All of a sudden, I noticed the past couple of years, like, my town has a bunch of rabbits all over the place. I'm like, what? Like, it was just weird to me. But they all look the same, like the little tiny rabbits you see. Uh, like pet rabbits you see people have and whatnot. But I look over this night when I'm walking, and man, I about jumped out of my skin, had this jackrabbit. I ain't never seen a jackrabbit before, but man, this this thing looked like a kangaroo, a kangaroo version of a, of a, of a rabbit. It had big old eyes and was just like, feet was all big. I was like, oh, it was like the Great Dane of Rabbits. I'm like, man, that scared the heck out of me. I'm like, ugh, I don't ever want to look at a rabbit again. Like, you used to think they was cute. Now they just look like some ghoulish figure. Ugh. Brought back a bunch of horrible memories I had of, like, the cartoon version of uh, a watership down. Ugh. That was a nightmare. Why they made that cartoon and then they thought it was okay to show kids, I have no idea. But that's neither here nor there. So what I've learned is... The world needs more uh, ceramic geese. We need to figure out how to implement uh, more wild guinea pigs, maybe like a guinea pig reserve somewhere on on the coast. And then we got to figure out how to make these jackrabbits less terrifying looking when you just encounter them in the middle of the night. Ooh, I still just give me chills. Like, mm, I don't even want to talk about it, but talking about all these animals and stuff one thing that brings to mind is 
I've always been I've always been uh, been a city person. Like it ain't nothing ain't nothing to necessarily be proud of. I just always prefer the city. I grew up in the city. I like I like the city. Now my mama, she was she liked nature. She was one of these nature people. I wouldn't necessarily say she was a country girl, but she like, you know, just her generation, it wasn't the city wasn't as built up as it was. So she probably more of a country girl than she was a city girl, but she just she just loved nature. And uh, I really I was thinking about the other day, all these people that love nature, most of the people that I know that love nature, they would probably end up dead because they would not be able to survive in nature. They all watch these shows like Survivor Man and all this, and I'm like, they can't find their phone. Their whole day's gone. They just collapse. I'm like y'all think you can you can handle living and surviving in in nature? No, you don't love nature. You just you kind of kind of friendly with nature. You're like you're like, hey nature, we cool. You ain't inviting nature over for dinner, but you you know you'll give a little nature a little head nod, a little fist bump when you see it when you're out. But you ain't you ain't staying in nature. There's a whole uh, what they call a slew these. Uh, modern-day nature people. It always, like, surprised me because they always talk about nature, like how it's so great and all this and that. The thing that is weird to me is almost all these people live in, like, these little mobile camper thing. You sure y'all ain't just, uh, you know, kind of in between homes right now or whatnot? It seemed kind of suspect all of a sudden the fact that the circumstance of your living situation and your love of nature both just went up at the same time. Like, that seems weird. Don't get me wrong, you can do what you want. I'm just saying that if I was in nature, I mean, I might survive for a little bit, but man, I don't even want to, I don't even think about having to use the restroom out in, outdoors. I have to go boo-boo by a tree. Ugh. Then had to be afraid of some jackrabbit going to jump out at me and scare me, and then I'd be just covered in my own mess. Ugh. Great, now I'm thinking about the jackrabbit again. Now I'm scared. Afraid to open this door from this recording. There's going to be a bunch of jackrabbits out there ready to punch me in the mouth. Ugh. They look like like mini kangaroos. Like a nightmare. And they got big eyes, too. I don't like nothing with no big eyes. I mean, unless it's a baby. That's fine. But, I mean, some of them, not all the babies. Some of them babies, they just look... They got that jackrabbit face and them big old eyes. I don't like those babies. They just be staring too much, like they know something, like they seen too much. Like, like calm down, baby. I know, I know you just you just been born, but you look like you seen too much. You look like you might be uh, too aware. Like I don't, I don't want to deal with no woke baby just staring at me like a jackrabbit in the middle of the night. That's the problem. People's babies, they always think they uh, think their baby's cute. I'm like, come on now. All these babies ain't cute. I know it's been said before, I ain't saying nothing new. What I'm saying is, some of these babies, like, they got big old, big old jackrabbit eyes, and you gotta be like, like isn't it beautiful? Be like, you know, can you put some sunglasses on that baby? Because I don't want to be, like, this baby just look like it's looking through the back of my skull. Like, I don't like that. Like, that baby looking like it knows my secrets. 
I know it can't talk, but I'm like, you know, when that baby gets old enough, I'm like, I'm gonna have to, I need to put that baby in a little, little classroom, little psychology session, just so it can kind of, you know, know not to tell everybody about all my secrets. And I'm like, like these weird, they call them uh, demonic babies. I don't know if they're demonic. I'm just using that as a term, but they just be staring at you. And they have them big old jackrabbit eyes. And they're just staring at you. It's like they try to they try to trick you through little jackrabbit eyes. And they say, well, they don't say it, but they might say it because probably say it with their telepathy. You got big old jackrabbit eyes and you a baby. You ain't helpless. You probably climb out that crib at night talking to like ghosts and whatnot. Try to get them to do uh, poltergeist stuff. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, you're not. No, you're not, little jackrabbit baby. Oof. See, see what happens. This is what happens when I talk about these jackrabbits. It freaks me out too much. I start thinking about all these different things that scare me. But while I'm on the topic, anyway, you get these little babies, right? And they just be looking. They'll be looking at your soul. And you be like, you want to be getting angry with these babies, but you're an adult. You can't be getting angry at a baby. I don't care what I'm saying right now about these babies. You. You can't be getting angry at a baby. It's a baby. Come on now. I'd rather have this uh, this weird old jackrabbit-eyed baby, you know, take me out rather than me get angry at this baby. Because I'm like, at least, at least I'm going to go, you know, doing the right thing. Let this jackrabbit-eyed baby, let them deal with the consequences of their action. Plus, that's what I always thought. That's probably why they got them, got them little baby gloves little bittens you put on them because they say in the in the hospital they say they put them on their hands so they don't uh, scratch themselves but I get you I bet you you get one of these these little evil babies they probably got little talons on their hands and they scratch you probably had poison in it probably like a plus one or plus two to to infect with poison like one of them D&D monsters but it's just frightening because can you imagine if you was walking and you look over and you see, oh, this poor defenseless baby. And that mug just gonna open up his eyes and you just see, oh, there's one of them, them babies with them wild animal eyes. Ugh. Then you see that it has a little, them little uh, mittens on. And you're like, oh, man. And the mittens just slowly come off. Because that baby hand ain't big enough to hold that mitten on. The baby's hand is like smaller than its wrist. Because they got them chubby arms. And that little, uh, that little glove just come off and you just see it looked like looked like Wolverine gave this baby uh baby his claws then that then all of a sudden you're in the middle of the night stuck there with some angry uh baby that looks like a monster suddenly it just all of a sudden a lot more mobile than what you thought it should be for being a baby like why does this baby have such a uh, good uh coordination and you're like, oh no, man, this baby gonna come get me. I'm like, Mm-mm, not today, baby. No, thank you. I think that's why cribs look like little cages, just in case that baby is in one of them little little babies with the jackrabbit eyes come at you in the middle of the night. You got them in a little cage already, so they gotta fight their way out. You can tell by how bad that little crib all cut up in the morning. You can tell if you got them one of them them sneaky evil babies because it's all called up on the inside 
like, mm-mm, nope, like, no, no more. The next thing you know, you got to put a little, little jackrabbit baby in a, one of them terrariums, probably sun itself on a rock, ugh, like a reptile, probably cold-blooded too, wouldn't surprise me, that's what them babies are. Not, not all babies. I'm not saying this about all babies, but you know what? You have that baby, and then you meet its parents. They just tell you all the good things about this baby. Like, look, you need to quit lying about this baby. Quit lying to yourselves. Quit lying to other people. You need to start being truthful to help protect humanity. Ain't nobody got time to deal with you being delusional about this, this little evil baby. And the calls and the fucking and the giant eyes stare into my soul, know my secrets. What am I gonna do when that baby starts whispering about secrets that shouldn't even be spoken in the living world? Oh great. Now I gotta fight this baby with a sword. But guess what? You can't hit a baby with a sword. I'm I'm not gonna do it. And you ain't gonna do it either. You know what you gotta do? You gotta uh baby talk this baby. Like you just as delusional as a parent. Be like, oh, isn't you cute little little baby? Look at them big old eyes staring at my secrets. Isn't that so cute? Oh, look at you conniving and plotting out some type of weird, weird fate for me and everything I love. Oh, aren't you the sweetest? Look and look at his little toes. Look at his little toes and he start doing uh this little piggy with his little feet all the whole time. You're just shaking inside, terrified at what this, what the capabilities of this baby are. But you know what? You could have avoided all this. The only thing that you can have to stop this baby from doing what it wants to do, which is pure evil, by the way. The only thing that can stop it, two things. You get a small little pet, like a guinea pig, to change its focus. Because then it's like, ooh, this is something that's out, that's abnormal in nature. So the baby becomes fixated on this little guinea pig. And it's small, and it little, just little, does that little chirp thing that they do. So that'll distract the baby. And the baby sees that as like a, like a cute version of something that won't, doesn't want to hurt. That'll help. Another thing, you're one of them ceramic geese. You know what? You know what's scary to a baby? A big old honking goose. That'll scare that baby. They're like, oh, they're looking at goose's mouth. He's a he sees that surround that's that concrete goose. He knows inside that little beak is them little serrated, serrated little teeth things they got around their around the inside of their mouth. That's the only thing that's gonna stop them little little jackrabbit-eyed babies. Like with them little claws and whatnot, overcapable uh motor functions. Ugh sunning themselves on a rock, just flicking their tongue in and out so they can hear what you're saying. Mm. No, no thank you. I'll just, I'll just uh, miss this gender reveal party because I don't really have the patience. I can't survive in nature, especially if I go out in nature and then all of a sudden I get all these omniscient jackrabbit eye babies coming after me. I don't have time for it. Plus, I probably die of a heart attack. As scared as I was of that jackrabbit, I see a baby like that. Mm-mm, nope, that's a rat for me. I gotta go, <laughs> and that would just be it. But thankfully, thankfully, 
we got regular babies too. Y'all, I try to look on the positive side of life. We have regular babies around. That's the best thing because the regular babies far outnumber these uh, these other ones. I'm just calling them the others. They far outnumber them. So that's good because I don't have the heart to deal with this many babies. Y'all think uh, zombie apocalypse and all this is bad. Baby apocalypse? Ooh, man, they'd be tiny and terrifying. I wouldn't even be able to do it. I would just be like, nope, I'm just going to sit here in this room. Where are you going? Nowhere. Probably start eating this couch before I go outside and deal with that. No thanks. I mean, that's just what's been on my mind, y'all. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode, have any thoughts, get a hold of me. Make sure you, uh, if you like the show, share with your friends. Share them links and whatnot. If you actually, like, have something to tell me, if you want to disagree, have different opinions about these babies, or geese, or guinea pigs, or whatever, just let me know. Just leave me a review. And I just want to thank y'all for joining me today. And uh, as always, good night, young blood. <laughs>